Okay, here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Matrix podcast. Today with your hosts, Bernhard Gunther and Laura Matsu. And lots, lots of stuff happening in the world as always, you know. And the title of this podcast is about how to resist the new world order. Da -da -da -da. We're going into conspiracy territory. Not much conspiracy theories out there anymore because a lot of it has become fact and it's pretty obvious. So, you know, just on a um, note before we dive deeper, um, as you most people know who follow our podcast, the second hour is only for members. And there's also a bigger reason. One of it is also, yeah, please to support our work where you can sign up for the membership on my website, veilofreality.com. And we always appreciate support so we can produce more content and more podcasts and all of that. Um, but one of the main reasons, especially in this day and age, I've seen, we have seen so many people, friends and colleagues who have gotten deplatformed their podcasts on, uh, or on YouTube and all of that because, you know, they're addressing certain topics which they deem as misinformation, disinformation, dangerous information, extremist, whatever, you know, stuff and all of that. Um, so, we always talk about on the first hour a lot of stuff that's going on, giving you guys some insights, helpful advice and suggestions and practices and all of that. But a lot of information that will be definitely flagged or censored, um, you know, in more public outlets, we will addressing or are addressing in the second hour because there we have full control over the information since these podcasts are hosted on our own servers and nobody can cancel us. So that just as a this little disclaimer. So again, if you want to get more in-depth information, sign up to the membership at veilofreality.com and you will have access to all the second parts of all the podcasts, including the membership forum. Okay, let's let's look at some of the current events that's been happening recently. How about that? Yeah, so I think the biggest piece is the CDC um, basically is no longer using the PCR test, and instead they're going to be using a test. I kid you not, this is no conspiracy theory that is owned by George Soros and Bill Gates. So this is like, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous at this point. I don't even know. I actually woke up very angry about this because... I mean, for anyone who's listening, besides the haters who listen just because they hate us, so hi to those people. But anyone who's listening who knows what's going on in the world knows that the PCR test has a high rate of false positives. They were using the positives on the PCR test to justify the lockdowns, the closing of um, preventing people from running their business, etc. And now they're not using that test anymore, you know? Yeah. And now they're using some other COVID test, which is literally owned by Bill Gates and George Soros. Yeah, the, the sad thing that is going to put a lot of people maybe at peace who trust these psychopaths. Yeah, but, and anyway, you, know. you can look it up. There's an article on Epoch Times about it. There's no con conspiracy theory anymore. Yeah. And so, they've also sneaked it in. It's not like a super big official announcement on all of yeah, the news. Yeah, I know. No, it's not on any mainstream. And speaking of angry, because I have also my own righteous anger, because I've been talking about this literally since the so-called pandemic started back in January, February last year. You know, mm -hmm. already calling out that the PCR tests are useless. And John Rappaport wrote that John whole Rappaport, series about it. You know, yeah. I, I highly recommend his work on No More Fake News. He has been writing about this for decades already on, on these fake pandemics and all of that. Um, but he called it out 
uh, the PCR tests and proving it that it doesn't work. Even the inventor of the PCR test, Nobel Prize winner, I forgot his name, yeah. um, before his death talked about that you cannot isolate a proof or, um, for virus infection with the PCR tests. I saw someone actually leaving a comment on my Facebook today about how they shared that video of the inventor of the PCR test saying that it's not a valid uh, way of testing for COVID. And the person was like, this is not a valid source of information. Oh, that's like <laughs> yeah, that's that's the level of brainwashing we're dealing with, right? In, in the Agent Smiths out there. It's like common sense, basic logic and critically thinking have left the building. But I'm also upset because like, I got censored, canceled, and uh, also deleted on Facebook, put in Facebook jail for making the claim that is now proven as true that the PCR tests don't work. There are not only thousands, but millions of false positive around the world tested. You know, the, you have to understand people, the PCR test was the foundation for the whole pandemic scare to begin with, to justify the worldwide lockdowns, to justify the destruction of thousands of small businesses, to put people out of out of work into poverty, and to coerce people to take an experimental medication into their bodies, which in the first hour I cannot even pronounce it. Or maybe you can't even name it. Can even name it. We can just call it like they do in Harry Potter, the experimental medication that shall not be named. <laughs> that shall not be named. Exactly. <laughs> that was the foundation. Now it's oops, we have like there are false positives all over, you know? So as I said from the beginning, you cannot trust the numbers, any of those. You cannot trust the dev numbers, you cannot trust the infection, none of that, right? Yeah. It's the biggest crime in humanity. And thankfully, more is coming to uh, to the surface, but don't kid yourself. You know, this, the title of, of which we go deeper into it of this podcast, How to Resist a New World Order, and the people behind it, the forces, not only th only in a 3D level, but also 4D or cold level. People of my work know about how I talk about the hyperdimensional matrix, the Wetikot occult, hostile forces, the iconic, demonic entities working through people, through the psychopaths of the New World Order, right? We're dealing with people, that's an ancient death cult of thousands and thousands of years have been building up to this end game right now. So they won't just give up, you know, um, easily. Uh, easily. This is, you know, like everything that's happening right now, spreading information, great. Protesting, awesome. We had these amazing protests all over the world over this past weekend. Uh, against the uh, pass vaccine passports and all of that. Obviously, it's ignored by the mainstream media. They're focused on the bread and circuses of the completely boring and useless Olympics, which is a corporate you know, event at this point anyway. Um, and never and mind, they're literally forcing some of the healthiest, most fit people in the world to take the vaccine exactly, in order to exactly. compete in the Olympics. Yeah. So, you know, um, and so... Protesting, fine, great. Spreading information, we all need to do, you know. Even if we get censored, you know, back channels, we have to organize ourselves. We have our Telegram channel where we post most of the information without being censored. It's, it's hard to post anything on Facebook anymore. Um, so all this is necessary. Obviously, also the inner work, right, which we also engage, which we are all doing, especially Laura and I in, in, the, in the group coaching program we have underway, which, by the way, the, the coming installation is almost like five spots left. So... It's going to be a filling up to, you know, the inner work, the inner alignment, very important um, with your authentic self in surrender to the divine and the higher will. And all of that is necessary, but even more is needed than that. 
Yeah, and I just have to say, you know, the reason that the inner work is necessary is not just so we can check out and just be like, oh, I'm just going to meditate yes. and do yoga or whatever, you know, and I'll give a practical example is like I have like 35,000 people on Instagram, maybe like 10,000 on Twitter, although it's not, not very active. Yeah, I just have a like, I'm no, I don't have the biggest reach, which I'm grateful for, but I have a pretty wide reach, meaning every single time I post something controversial, I always get trolls. I always get stupid comments. I've even had family members, actually. This is what, this is probably my biggest thing to work on is I've had family members come on my post and make all sorts of straw man arguments and even attack me personally, um, you know, um, and so this is why the inner work is necessary is because you can't speak out and not expect backlash and you have to be spiritually, emotionally, and mentally strong enough to deal with that. So that's why the inner work is crucial because you know, we really need warriors. And I mean like warriors who can fight mental battles, who can fight psychological battles, who can fight emotional battles, and even if it came to it, can fight physical battles, you know? And I have to say too, you know, there is, because for, for the past year, you know, like I was really focusing on yoga and meditation and self-work just because that's also what we do in our course and that's my default zone. But lately I've also been doing a lot of strength training and I really realize there's a correlation with doing strength training and just getting active and getting uh, and getting physical and feeling more stronger emotionally, uh, spiritually, and 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 what and psychologically actually. So it is really important we become really strong because we are in a battle. It could get worse. I don't want to like make any predictions, but we have to be ready. You know, there's this is not yeah. the time to just sit back and be like, oh. I'll just wait until this all blows over, you know? Like, I think we actually lately what gets me more upset is people who are aware of what's going on and who don't say anything and who don't act. And because yeah. basically when you do that, you take the side of the people who are trying to At force this, this agenda, yeah. you know, because we need... You know, and 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 to give you an example for, you know, when they rolled out this whole extremist notification on Facebook, look at the backlash they got. Look at how much people made fun of that, and they stopped doing it. So if we do speak out, it has an impact. They wouldn't be censoring us. They wouldn't be deplatforming people if it didn't matter. So it is really important we put ourselves in the position to be strong enough to be doing this and to resist what's happening because it is making changes. You know, people are waking up. It's the the it is it is spreading. The truth is spreading to people. Yeah. So we need to keep fighting this and we need to be strong enough to enter these battles. Yeah. And oh. I just want to just, you know, close it off is like every single time I make a post. I'm sure many people who listen to this podcast are very outspoken. I get attacked. I get all sorts of shit. We've gotten smear articles written about it. I had friends turn against me. I had family members turn against me. And this is what we're in for, you know? Like anyone who had ancestors who actually grew up in a, like a communist totalitarian government tells you that they actually, this is what they do. They try and turn family members against other family members. So we need to be at our the peak of our game. All of the self-work we've done has been building up to this moment so that we can push back against what's happening. Exactly. That's a key point. The self-work is not to try to turn, you know, hide away in some sort of bubble, but to prepare for war. That's really what it comes down to, internally and externally. And we are in a war, in a spiritual, hyperdimensional war, physical war. It happens on psychological levels. This is World War Three right now. And just to add on what you just said, at this point, really, anybody who has some sort of awareness of what's going on, you know, where it's leading to, and is not speaking out, 
is culpable, is complicit, because silence is complicity at this point. Yes. Because you care more about your own, what, you know, what other people think of you than for the bigger picture for future generations to come and really standing up for truth, right? Yes. And justice and, and, and doing the right thing and being on the right side of history. There's not standing on the sidelines. Don't use, we have talked about this before, I've written about this. Don't take a spiritual bypass with this non-duality no, 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 no. uh, philosophy, yeah, yeah. spiritual bypass intellectually, like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, it's just two sides of the same coin. We cannot take sides and standing no. on the sidelines. No. <laughs> We're this so is, beyond that. <laughs> this, you have to make a choice. There's a choice, choice to make. Even the Hopi Indians talked about this. There's a choice to be made and you're forced to be a choice. And it's like you even you know help to uh, um, manifest a positive timeline and defeat the anti-divine forces which will take more as i said there's inner work there's spreading information there's protest but more is needed right yeah. these psychopathic powers won't give up that easily you have to understand what you know i've been talking about this for over 20 years since the 90s i see saw it coming back then you know the plan has been all along to render down the us into a third world country to make room for the uh, uh, new world order and that's what we're seeing right now they they use the pandemic all the scare the fear you know what i mean to enslave humanity that's literally what's happening and they the protests are great don't get me wrong we need to stand up to the, on the streets but more is needed because they could you have to understand also part of the work is know thyself right but also know thy enemy and careful of soul projection, projection qualities into these uh, beings, they don't have soul potential or any of that or conscience. We're dealing with genetic psychopaths fully occupied by draconian reptilian beings, whatever whatever level you may want to look, look at, but they don't care about your opinion. They don't, in the end of the day, don't care about protests, right? But that's also their Achilles heel because they're fully um, convinced of themselves that they're able to get through with it. They're not used of people standing up against them. Always remember the truth. We are in the majority. This is a minority that has taken control systematically and, and very strategically over everything in our lives. The, the health industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the media, and all of that entertainment industry to condition us, to distract us. Um, to program us, the educational system, all of that. It's an invasion from within, right? We see this with the woke cult as it's happening and everything else. But they are in the minority. So what is also happened is more, is beyond protesting, uh, at the very least is civil disobedience of saying no. Yes, exactly. Say no to getting tested. Don't no. support any business that asks you to see your vaccine status. Are you it's, fucking crazy? Exactly. Like, you know, like do not do that. Don't, Just, you know, and don't and make a yourself. fuss and make a fuss about it. Like if if we went into a grocery store and someone asked me about that, like at this point, I would give them a piece of my yeah. mind. And then if enough people do it, I'm sorry for the people who have to be at the grocery store asking people to see their vaccine card. If enough people do it, People at the grocery store will quit. It will affect business. Like it has to create a ripple effect, but we really need people who are it's actively resisting. Right. We even went to a, I really wanted to go to a farmer's market um, in Sedona, actually. It was about a month ago and they lifted the mask mandate in Arizona and they were still asking people to wear masks at a farmer's market. At the out, entrance, yeah. Outside on yeah. top of it. And so we were like, fine, we're not going to support your right. business and we're not going to ever support F their business you. from now on because that we know exactly. we know exactly who they're supporting. And, and, and so 
And so yeah. this is what we need to do is we need to actually take action. Don't comply. Stop complying. Don't yeah. comply with the mask mandate. Even if you live in California, fuck that. Like it's really time that we to just say, say no. no. And enough people create a fuss about this. You make their lives difficult. You make it harder for them to actually pull through on this agenda. Yeah. The, like the, I posted something today, you know, about this whole compliance thing. And um Basically, the quote was, you comply because you want it to end, but but it's because of your compliance that it will never end. Exactly. So let me just add, this is the very important point, because most people just go along with it as, they, oh, it was just flatten the curve and just little lockdown here and there, and just wear a mask, <laughs> da, da, da. Why are, I'm going to get the experimental thing. And why do people get it? I'm sorry, because they're naive, because they think if they just go along with it and do as they're being told, their lives will get back to normal. But it will never go back to normal. You hear it even in their own words. We just posted, or I think you, Laura, posted a, a video on our Telegram channel, in their own words, where Klaus Schwab was saying, or the uh, as well as the Klaus Schwab, you know, the <laughs> the ultimate villain from the World Economic Forum, uh, and also the head of the World Health Organization, literally saying that there won't be, will ever, never be a, a normal to get back to. Right, And they yeah. repeatedly said, we're now entering the new world order. This is the new world order in their own words. So anybody who believes that just by going along with it and believes the lies of, 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 of the so-called pandemic and whatnot and, and buys into the fear frequency and becomes an authoritarian follower and polices others as well, you're not only culpable, um, uh, but you're also responsible for the uh, destruction and enslavement of humanity. I've just literally point that out. And there's two differences. There's willful ignorance. Like I said before, when you actually know something is off, but you're too afraid to speak out because of what other people may think of you, right? And then there's ignorance generally, and people are just simply too brainwashed, conditioned, yeah. mind-controlled, and they just don't know any better. They become the Agent Smiths, right? Yeah, yeah. But ultimately... Um, there is no normal to get back to. It's just, you know, you give them a little bit. It's like a trap of agreement. You All that happens, you give away your freedoms and more and more, and you won't get it back. Yeah. You just feed the beast, so to speak, right? So um, it's really about uh, saying no, civil disobedience on a very basic level. That's needed on top of everything else, on top of the inner work. And the inner work helps you then also come more in tune with your authentic self, your spiritual warrior in alignment with God divine, with truth. And that gives you the courage and the power to stand up for what's right and not being only concerned about yourself in this narcissistic bubble know, most people yeah. exist in. Yeah, it's about standing up for something bigger than you, yeah, for future yeah. generations, right? And not be so selfish. Selfish, not in light of the COVID cult of like, or based on those lies, but standing up for truth and justice for all of humanity. Yeah. And that needs to, you need to have a, you know, that's also the spiritual warrior arch, um, attribute and archetype, which we um, dive, will be diving in more into shortly, is to stand up for something bigger than you, to have a bigger transcendental purpose mm -hmm. beyond your personal desires and dreams and whatnot. Yeah, and I have to say, you know, like my small ego personality does not like it when I speak up. I get anxiety. Yeah. I 
I, I, I honestly, sometimes when I make more polarizing posts and then they go viral, I have anxiety all day. <laughs> and that's because I feel the psychic energetic energy. I get all sorts of hate comments. I, I mean, we've gotten smear articles written about us. It's not easy. If no. it were up to me to stay in my own comfort zone, I would be doing yoga and meditation. I would quit social media <laughs> and I would just be checking out, but I can't, you know, and I, and I saw this talk by Jordan Peterson once uh this this past couple of weeks about you know he's basically talked about speaking from conscience and speaking up for truth and if something bothers you if something irks you that's on you that's your conscience you got to do something about it and that's how, how i feel in times like this like i don't want to be I don't, I don't like doing this i don't like getting all the backlash i'm like a very introverted person generally speaking but I have to because I see Thank what's you. happening, yeah. you know, and I think that's what's going on now is like we really have to, in spite of our discomfort, in spite of whatever comes up for us, we have to speak up because it's necessary. Like all of last year, all the craziness going down, us moving, us me speaking out against the woke culture, I literally got called evil, racist more times than I can count, a white supremacist all sorts of stuff. I had to go through my own process to deal with all the pushback that I got from speaking out last year when it was way more unpopular to speak out. And, and but it helped it helped make me stronger, I have to say, you know, like even just yesterday I was thinking, you know, about my own individuation process that happened over the past year, speaking out, getting bash, backlash. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks of me and me anymore. And you realize how freeing that is? It's like, I don't care. I've been yeah. called every bad name in the book. I've been had smear articles written about me. I've been canceled. If you Google my name, I'm permanently canceled on the internet by some random woke person, you know? I don't care anymore what anyone thinks. And that is the most freeing feeling yes. in the world. And so if you do self-work and you speak out and you deal with the backlash and you learn how to deal with it, you know, maturely and responsibly, you actually become emotionally, spiritually stronger, which was what I've been saying since the beginning last year is if you use these times and speak out for what's important to you and you do your inner work you will make like quantum leaps in your own soul evolution because that is what these times are demanding of us like the tensions increasing there's all sorts of energies arising which are very transformative and we can actually take it's really important we don't stay passive during yeah. this time great yeah i want to add to something you said and i'm i'm, I'm aware that i'm a bit ranting here but Sometimes things need to be said without trying to be, quote unquote, politically or spiritually correct in these times. You know, I'm not trying to pretend anything or anyone. You know, we all know our own process, and it's it's paradoxical uh, the path sometimes as well, right? Oh, you hear the thunder? Maybe even monsoon season here in Sedona. It's awesome, the rain and all of that. Um, but what I'm going to say, you made a very good point, uh, and you said, you what was it that you said? Um, I don't want to be doing this, but I have to be doing this yes. because I'm listening to my conscience. Exactly. And that's the key point. Even with my work, people say how I started my work 20 years writing about all of this. And I've gone deep down the rabbit hole into the darkest corners, explored my own darkness and all of that. And for the most part, I didn't like what I found. I didn't like to see what what's really going on in the world. I've gone through various phases of digital uh, processes of disillusionment, challenging my own cognitive dissonance, what's what's happening in the world. But then coming face to face with evil and seeing the darkness, as you know, Paul Levy and I uh, talked about in, in the podcast, um, I think two podcasts ago about the nature of evil, that you don't, most people don't understand and see the evil because they are not in touch with their own darkness. They still have these 
um, projections on on uh, on these people running the world as if they are good guys. So once your perception has been cleansed, so to speak, and you see reality as it is, it's not it's not a nice sight. It's a rude awakening. You come face to face with the horror of the situation of pure objective reality in a sense and seeing things as they are, right? Well, still through a subjective lens to a degree. But then once you see that, then it gets out of your tunnel vision of your own individual, you know, out of your consensus state and your own little um, desires, so to speak, which most of them are socially uh, or culturally programmed into you anyway, or they come out of wounding or insecurity and you, you know, and all this in this pursuit of happiness, depending on external factors and, and all of that, fine and good. But right now, we are called to stand up as warriors, to stand up for something bigger and listen to conscience. Because that has been my driving force throughout all these years. People always ask me where to get the courage to speak out and all of that. It's not necessarily courage. It's like I have no choice. Conscience tells me to do it. Like I don't care. And like Laura said, once you do it, there will be backlash. There will be attacks. That's how the world works. That's how the matrix works. Or in esotericism, it's called the general law. It will always counteract and attack those people who are trying to step out of the herd to speak truth, who are trying to eject the matrix. It's the whole film The Matrix is based on a Neo trying to you know, uh, extract himself out of the matrix and all the agent Smiths are being um, you know, put on him. So that's that's there's no way around it so if you think a go back to adyashanti this whole awakening process the smooth ride of more people loving you love love light and happiness you're extremely deluded it's not going to happen no so you can hide away in your own bubble and trying to not let it affect you you can even try to escape to some island you know that's if it would up to me i would be now sitting in some beach somewhere in, in the tropicals you know which i've always been drawn to be bali costa rica i don't care do my body work, massage, and have my little hut there and be away from the world. But no, conscience doesn't let me. I need to be here when where I'm needed and do what I'm here to do, what I'm called from a higher calling. And it's not just up to my little egoic um, uh, will. And I'm not just saying this from some sort of self-important uh, savior, martyr th complex, because each of us, we are here, to, um, we're put into this time and age in this incarnation to play a very important part and you also play an important part and now is the time to stand up so we need to prepare with the inner work right to get rid of our own conditioning programming wounds triggers and all of that traumas where these forces tag into and can easily manipulate us so we connect more to our authentic self our divine self in alignment with divine to our spiritual warrior nature and stand up and counteract the anti-divine forces. That's what we need to do. And spirituality itself has also been very corrupted of just like turn the other cheek or, you know, the whole corruption of, of Gandhi and nonviolence. It's a whole different topic on its own of, right? And I'm not condoning violence, but you cannot, uh, as uh, Don Juan said, fight the predator with niceness. You cannot convince these people by protests along, alone, for example. There needs other actions. There needs to be action grounded in um, in truth and in alignment with um, a resistance that goes beyond just even just typing information, but there needs to be an action behind what it. What kind of actions do you think? Well, I'm go necessary? it goes back to me again, two things that the civil disobedience is so important to yes, say no. Exactly, you know? exactly. Very, are you like still, make 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 their life is, difficult. Exactly. <laughs> like looking at are you still wearing masks just uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. out of convenience? Don't, no, no, none and, of that. And like 
don't have how to say that um don't compromise yeah and even point. you know i i have a lot of respect for people myself myself included i have a lot of respect for myself in the way that we have to stand up to our family like my family members have taken the jab i've had family members spout all sorts of you know like just brainwashed nonsense at me telling me that i'm vaccinated are responsible for spreading the new variant and all sorts of stuff like that and i'll be direct with them don't just like silent don't self-censor yourself anymore like the more people make a ruckus about this in every aspect of your life at work with your family when you go out everywhere the more you make it difficult for them and the more that there's you know, there's disruption. We need actually disruption right now. And I have to say too, as well, is like what we're all being collectively called for, I think, as a species is the individuation process. Like yeah. Pluto and Aquarius can represent a lot of different things. It can represent mass trauma um, and can represent anarchy. All sorts of crazy stuff is going to happen. But on a more esoteric level, it actually represents the individuation process. And I mean allowing yourself to become the person that's more in alignment with your true self, not all the conditioning factors. And that's what I see people struggling with the most is they still care about what their work thinks of them, what their friends think of them, what their family thinks of them. All of that has to go. It doesn't mean that you don't care about other people. It doesn't mean that you don't have relationships with other people. It just means that you are free to, to think your own thoughts, to speak your own thoughts, to live how you want to live. That's what's really important. You know, It's like this whole woke culture, the far left, or even just whatever, you know, the people who are more leaning to the left on the spectrum and they're more binding to the official narrative, they're pushing collectivism, basically. So they're Which saying- Which is the new world order. Yeah, we're collectively, we collectively have to take the vaccine for the safety of others. It's not about the rights of the individual anymore, but yeah. the individuation process is about the rights of the individual. Exactly. And that's what we're seeing coming up, you know? And just, just you know, I, I was reading uh, Mary von Franz. She's uh, she studied with Young last night, and she talked about you know during these end times, this increasing polarization that happens, and that's what we're seeing. And so you can't actually take a position without putting yourself against the other side. So it's like you know we talk about a lot of people just kind of talk about oh don't fall into the divide and conquer agenda. Yeah. No, there's a polarization happening for a transformative reason. You exactly. know, because the more that you actually try and in individuate the more that you actually get consensus people H aka exactly. agent smith who are like no you have to be this way you have to be this way you have to be this way because it's that friction that you need to actually properly individuate if you make the right choices so we have to understand that the polarization actually serves it's a necessary actually serves a purpose yeah. purpose doesn't mean i think what people are also missing too is that the divide and conquer agenda comes from you being divided within yourself, meaning mm -hmm. you have certain views and yet you live a different way. You you have certain views and you live a lie that is in alignment with your views. And that's, that's where the division happens within yourself. If you're whole within yourself, you can speak any opinion with that you that, that, that matters to you. You don't care, you know? Of course, when you take an opinion, when you take a position, you're gonna put yourself in opposition to the other side. That's how the universe works. It's like we live in a dualistic universe. It doesn't mean that you don't like not you don't take a position you don't take a point of view but the division happens with you living a life that's not in alignment with your true values and who you truly are yeah very well said the the whole idea of divide and conquer is actually also an expression of your internal division within yourself 
your how you present yourself externally and how you truly think and feel within yourself, your authenticity, mm -hmm. right? It comes to unification. But you made a good point. So yes, there's a divide and conquer agenda happening in the world, especially the woke cult and then the whole like race, critical race theory, which is racist to pit humans against humans against based on race or gender identity and all this nonsense. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, we have talked about this before, right? As we need we speak out, speak truth, but there's a natural splitting happening within humanity. And we've said this many times before, that's an esoteric truth. You can bend it around any way you want. But this is an axiom, absolute truth. There are vast different levels of being of soul integration with eight billion people on this planet. And that needs to be considered as well. So not everybody is, quote, going to wake up. In fact, I just had a great talk with uh, John Paul Rice, who I had on the on the podcast uh, on the Uh, we talked on the phone yesterday, and I'll have him, him and David Whitehead, by the way, soon on again. And we talked about this also. A lot of people are not who are so programmed, deluded with the whole official narrative and going along with it. Even when the truth comes out, even with the PCR test, and Laura and I, we just talked about this as well. Many people will not be able to handle the truth. They are so in denial and in cognitive dissonance that disillusionment would literally kill them physically. Well, yeah, because number right? one, like their soul can handle it, right. but on a deeper, on a psychological level, as their their psyche would break. Like you know, what would happen is if they were to actually, psychotic. if they yeah, if they were to actually process the big lie that they've been sold. And they've never done any other inner work up until then. It would literally break them psychologically and it could cause them to go insane. Like that's the level, you know, that we're dealing exactly. with. Exactly. And also, you know, this is a very sophisticated uh, psychological operation slash long-term brainwashing that people have been through. Like anytime I get in an argument with someone about my opinions and my thoughts about this, they just they're what they spoke back to me is literally stuff that like project mockingbird terms from from cnn like it's always the same conversation with every single one of the people because they've been brainwashed and that's the pro and, and I know, as cheesy as it sounds that's what we're dealing with it's like you don't understand the impact of brainwashing of sitting in front of the tv in front of the news every single day and hearing the same things and eventually you start parroting it back and you're like oh unvaccinated people are causing the new variant like they just start repeating what they've heard they're not thinking for themselves that's a typical and consensus that's, state yeah exactly yeah. and that's when you know like can i get through to this person you can only get through to someone who can think for themselves and if you, they can think for themselves they wouldn't be watching these 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 things to begin with yeah you, know? you cannot convince people by reason and information no, 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 common sense alone no. we know that yeah but you made a good point what's happening now and i've said this over and over again uh didn't just start two years ago a lot of people now start to wake up right because of what's happening so that's almost a positive sense you know yeah how the dark reveals it uh, reveals the light it triggers a, a, an awakening and people start to question but like you said this has been building up this new world order for th not just hundreds of years thousands of years and exponentially so over the past hundred years And like you said, we have been programmed, conditioned for hundreds of years, started with the Tavistock Institute. Look into it. There's an excellent uh, uh, an excellent uh, lecture by Jay Dyer. I posted it on Facebook and on Telegram as well. How have we been programmed through the educational system and social engineering, right? I mean, um, let me just write this. Uh, I want to read this, what I wrote about the Tavistock um, a couple a week ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I want to just mention that because that's really a, it's a good example how we have been conditioned and programmed for decades, right? In very subtle ways uh, by people, you know, behind the shadows. 
So if you've looked into Frankfurt School as well and the Tavistock Institute agenda going back all the way to the 30s, you know that their plan always has been to install a globalist, fascist, neo-Marxist, totalitarian pathocracy. Now, pathocracy is a system where pathologies has become have become normalized, right, as we see it right now, due to psychopaths in positions of high power. So they want to implement their um, pathological worldview onto the masses. And it's always been done with a, quote, democratic liberal face. That was literally written into their agenda. Fascism with a democratic liberal face, which is exactly what we're seeing now. Mm -hmm. Because they knew that the brainwashed masses would then readily accept it as we see it happening now. It's been building up for centuries and exponentially grew in the past 100 years, all based on cultural and social engineering, as well as psychological warfare and trauma-based mind control to install a mass psychosis. The woke and social justice warrior cult is one manifestation of this socially engineered psychosis, which is ultimately a matrix trauma installment program. It's cult indoctrination. They have zero original thoughts on their own, and there's no way to reason with anyone who has been taken over by the woke cult, pure and simple. It's full-on wetico takeover. Wetico, again, uh, referring to Paul Levy's work. For an occult or hidden non-physical level, it's how Wetiku and the Azuric uh, Arconic occult hostile forces take over humans, tagging into the trauma, and work through them and carry out their agenda of full takeover of the human vessel with the end goal of transhumanism, to turn humans into silicon-based lifeforms, which literally Klaus Schwab talked about and wrote about in his book, The Great Reset, silicon-based lifeforms. They want to end you, carbon-based lifeforms. And ultimately, to fully dislodge the human soul from the body, also via the nanotech, you know, jab, and all of, it ties into Elon Musk's Neuralink and all of that. You can, you know, Rudolf Steiner talked about this already 100 years ago and all of that, right? To dislodge the soul from the body and use the human body as an incarnational opportunity for the demonic essence. It's Basically, that's the ultimate alien invasion. And people get so distracted now that it's a whole other topic on its own, but with this all dangling carrot of UFO disclosure and looking for aliens out there. No, the alien invasions happened already thousands of years ago and it's happening through our own bodies. Um, it's also important to understand what Laura just said, alluded to, that there has been hardly any, quote, organic cultural social growth in modern world. And if so, it gets hijacked right away. Best example is the hippie movement, which was also created by the CIA so, and, and influenced and as well as the psychedelic movement, the so-called counterculture, Burning Man is a CIA operation and all of that. Obviously, the New Age movement, even the vegan movement, popular music, we all know that, right? It's being used for social and cultural engineering and mind control. It's been all artificially created by people you never heard about nor see and who pull the strings of their official puppets in power. So... It's really important, like in, in the sense before, so you can resist and counteract something, you need to understand it, right? Their tactics, philosophy, and psychopathic mindset. So as I mentioned before, the necessary inner work is important to know thyself, who you truly are, uh, working through your trauma wounds and social culture conditioning to understand really your essence and also know their enemy. You have to understand the forces we are up against. Mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to. So I just wanted to share this, this write-up I did uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, you wrote that. Nice. I was yeah. just going to ask that. Yeah. And, you know, it is really important, too. I see a lot of people getting caught in kind of like doom and gloom, the economic collapse, inflation, supply chain shortages already happening, by the way. Like whenever we go to like any big store, like we went to go buy a fishing rod the other day. He was like, yeah, we usually have hundreds out here. And he had like 20, yeah. you know. 
Um, so it's really, and, and the cyber attacks too, but it's really important, you know, yes, plan for the future, prepare if you feel called to, you know, but at the same time, really focus on here and now what you can do today, you know, yeah. have a long-term strategy for sure, you know, but it's, it's day by day right now and be prepared physically, emotionally, spiritually Psycho- yeah. and psychologically like exactly that's, really that's the most important part and on that note yes need to be aware there needs to be physical preparation as well but there's a lot of doom and gloom in in the conspiracy circles as well i yeah. have to say that people there's are all kind of predictions human, yeah. and the way i see it, and i've seen this many times before you know i've been aware of the agenda for many years i see the trajectory but yes. there's a difference between being aware of the agenda and then feeding it with your own fear projections oh my god they're going to do this going to do that yes. you know and all of that so be very careful because you don't want to like feed their negative timeline we need to align and install and then create a positive timeline based on truth and that's happening as well to bring in the light doesn't yes. mean to live in denial but i've seen so people ask me about this prediction what's going to happen with that and this and that and i've let go of looking at any predictions a long time ago because any you know all the predictions that i've heard about what was supposed to happen be it good or positive never happened <laughs> and keep in mind you know and this is why i like humanistic astrology which is a very different type of astrology mm-hmm. than you see out there um because the basic premise is that an astral uh, astrology chart alone whether it's for a country whether it's for everyone whether it's for a person does not tell you anything it depends on the consciousness of the person who has that chart. So you have to understand that we're going through a collective transformational process and it depends on our individual consciousnesses on what plays out and our choices. So the the fate is in our hands, you know, yes. and that's why it is really important that we act, that we do things, that we that we uh, speak out because the the fate of the world is truly in our hands. Is like as 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 uh, as apocalyptic as that sounds. We are at the end of an age. We're at the end of the Virgo Pisces era, and we're moving into an Aquarian era. And this is just according to astrology. So we have to understand that there's going to be a lot of almost biblical things happening. Like I just saw on the news, there's like a flood happening in London the day after they have this crazy freedom rally. Like you yeah. see this kind of happening. These and, and we are living in these like, you know, just biblical times. And it is really important that we understand that our, our connection to God or the divine or some higher power is actually the answer here as well in many ways. Not so you can use it as a spiritual bypass so that you can align with divine will so that you can align with the flow of life and do what needs to be done. Because the one thing I've noticed in this whole kind of like woke culture, even the materialism of the West these days, is we've lost our connection to something higher. Yeah. You know, what 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 actually helps me through these times is I can kind of see the greater mythology that's happening, the greater transformational process, the collective dark night of the soul, I guess you could say that we're in for humanity. And understanding the bigger picture, understanding the bigger archetypal energies that are going on here helps me actually detach a little bit from it, number one, but more importantly, it actually gives it meaning. So I think that's what's most important here is that we actually can connect with something that gives our life deeper meaning right now and that connects us to something higher because we are in a crisis of spirituality in the West. There's a lot of been people who have... Um, 
I mean, there's so many different things, but I guess in the consensus state, we've moved into a super materialistic culture. You know, people have thrown out the baby with the bathwater with Christianity because of the corruption in in the Catholic Church. Understandable is like a phase we went through, but you're still like the thing is, is that religion, spirituality connects you with a deeper meaning of life. It gives your life deeper meaning, deeper purpose. You can see deeper connections in the world. And that's what we're missing, you know? If you're expecting the materialistic world to give you happiness, if you're expecting, if you get the nice car, if you get the perfect relationship, or if you manifest your desires, like all these new age people are kind of selling, that's not going to make you happy. You have to connect with a deeper meaning, uh, with a deeper meaning in life. And that's beyond all of this. Yeah. So we've been sold a lie on so many levels in the world that we're living in. The materialistic world we live in had its time and place. That's why it had to happen. But there is a deeper spiritual awakening happening. And it's up to each individual to find out what that means for you. I'm not saying to like, you know, and I, and I see a lot of people in this kind of new age movement all of a sudden being born again Christians, all fine and good if you feel like doing it. But don't, rever- <laughs> but don't revert back to this dogmatic form of spirituality. The point of spirituality or any religion is to give deeper meaning for your life and also give a also deeper moral framework. And that's one thing we're also missing yeah, is that's- the larger, like the whole, and that's one thing I found in the woke culture for a really long time is they don't have any sense of moral moral kind of compass, although they're the most virtuous and moral seeming people out there according to their own ego, but they don't actually have any moral compass, any sense of what's right and wrong. It's all just guilt and shame and, and control tactics. So were you going to say something? Yeah, no, no. Very well said. I'm, I just want to expand on what you said. This is so important. The line with high is about, we've talked about this before. We even had the podcast about it, and we really emphasize this also in our group coaching program. How, what is your relationship to the divine? To align with something higher, the higher will just stand with something bigger beyond your personal desires. And that's, I want to like address that also in light of what you just mentioned with the whole doom and gloom going on. Right and the economic collapse, which most likely happens, stock market collapse, inflation—it's pretty obvious. It's twenty, thirty percent a year right now, and there's like, okay, there's something else happening as well. As many people are aware of, you know, the whole cryptocurrency surge, right? Um, more and more people getting into digital currencies, be it Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, um, XRP, and, and uh, all these different coins. And then, you know, I've, I, you know, I think it's a smart move to to. Uh, consider that, especially with the, all the paper money. But what I've seen getting deep into the whole crypto um, community over the past year now, I see still the same uh, mindset, the same matrix programming. You know, there's the greed and it's just all about money. And a lot of people in the crypto community, I realized, by the way, not everyone are still not aware what's happening, but they're just focused on just trying to make money, money, money. And I'm all for abundance. Yes. You know, we need to dislodge from the central uh, um, central banking system, decentralize, and all of that. And there's great opportunity with crypto, and it's just a, even the infighting. You know, everybody has their favorite coins and call the other shit coins, and you know, Bitcoin versus Ethereum versus XRP versus all this, this and that. But what is missing is this higher still alignment. You know, and are you able? What I'm trying to get at is like. You know, take care of yourself physically, also your abundance, your finances and all of it. But are you also able to let it go? Mm-hmm. How attached mm-hmm. are you to it? Yes. You know, I see there's a lot of grasping and then people getting in the, how the occult forces also take into the, the greed, like, oh, I can, you know, uh, buy into that and hope 
you know, with this shitcoin, I have 100x in a month and all of that. I can tell you, I guarantee you, all the riches in the world are not going to prepare you for what it's coming or not going to help you for what it's coming if you don't have that deeper inner alignment with your essence and God and the divine and what truly matters. Yes. Which doesn't mean, that's the uh, that's the distortion of spirituality, doesn't mean to deny or neglect or um, judge materialism and all of that or that's that it's bad to have money and all that no this is another distortion but you need to become connected from essence from your divine self which yeah. also ties into one of the attributes of the warrior willing to die to have to have made peace with death are you willing to die for truth right mm -hmm. that's really what it comes down to and um, there are many other attributes of the, of the spiritual say, warrior, which we got more into the second hour. And as I just well. have to say, when you Go say ahead. die for truth, I don't think that's a physical no, no, thing. No, 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 that's not. It's like, I mean, the thing is, is your small ego personality, yes. your conditioned self has to die. Yeah. The person that you pretend to be around your friends and family at your work. The false personality in the individuation process has to die. Yeah. That's holding you back. You've been conditioned by this world to act, think, pretend to be a certain type of person in order to get along with the consensus. And now that's not going to help you at all. In fact, it's going to be a major disability. So that part of you needs to die. I even have to say, like, if I were to listen to the podcast that we did, like, at the beginning of this, at the beginning of when we started doing podcasts, I'm probably an entirely different person. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, when I look at my old posts from even, like, a couple years ago, yeah, yeah, I wrote some good things and very inspiring. But the person that I am now has been radically different because I've been forced to individuate this year. I was still hanging on to caring about what people whose lives I don't want to live thought of me. And that's what's most important is a lot of people are controlled by the opinions of others whose lives that they wouldn't want to live anyway. So stop doing that. You know, it's really important that we actually become really strong in the person that we are as individuals in order to fight the collectivism that's actually coming on. So yeah. that's what they that's what they kind of play off of is like you're collectively responsible for saving the lives of all these other people even though this whole scandemic was based off of false positives on the PCR test. But they try and force this collective guilt. Yeah. It's like you're a bad person. You're a bad person for making the individual choice which I don't respect to take the vaccine because the collective wants you to do this. You have to do this for the collective, you yeah. know? Um, and so it's all kind of trying to force this collective guilt. But I just want to say something too regarding what we talked about, about this kind of connection to the divine. So this is from uh, Marie... Maria von... Marie von Franz. Um, yeah, Marie-Louis von Franz. So she talks about actually, I was reading this last night. It's, about the, it's from her book, Archetypes. Um, basically, there's a reason why, why, why that we need to actually connect with a spiritual uh, mythology and a spiritual purpose. And she says, history proves, as Arnold Tonby has particularly impressively shown, that peoples and human groups that lose their religious mythology are soon destroyed. Mm. Their mythology provides a meaning for life that makes them feel a harmonious part of the entire con cosmos. And then they use, she uses an example of indigenous people. Thus, today, we see how many North American Indian tribes are forced to combat alcoholism and declines in their birth rates decline altogether. Their mythology is destroyed and with it, their feeling of the meaning of their existence. And that's actually really important because a lot of people 
try and push this collective woke guilt that it was just colonialism and white people who destroyed the indigenous people. Yes, I agree that really awful things were done over the course of history. And I know the awful things were done to indigenous people because I've seen it with my own eyes. However, it's not about making white people culpable for that. It's actually their connection to their own personal mythology and their own personal spirituality that is the problem. You can give them all the reparations in the world. It wouldn't even matter because their connection with something deeper and a deeper meaning in life is what's been lost. And that's also collectively what's been lost for us as a culture is we've lost, you know, we've become a very materialistic society. We've thrown out uh, religion with the bathwater because of the the what happens with exactly. the, with Catholic Church the or whatever, dogma, yeah. the dogma, etc. Yeah. Even Buddhism has their own problems as well. All the religions do have gotten dogmatic at some point, right? But we need to be, we need to not, this is the connection to spirituality, the connection to deeper meaning, the connection to this deeper mythology of life is actually what connects us to the waves of the deeper collective unconscious that's rising. And that's what's important is we cannot actually align this world with a more natural organic law if we're not in alignment with it ourselves. Yes. And I think that's the most important thing. It's, it's not about doing this just so that you can, you know, um, become even enlightened or whatever it is your, your reason for doing it. It's that we've lost this deeper meaning in life. And I have to say from a day-to-day, -day from a day-to-day, um, from a day-to-day -day basis, that's what helps me survive these times is I can break out of my little egoic self. I can see the deeper patterns in, that are happening here. I can see the deeper meaning. And that inspires me and it connects with me to something higher. And that's what's going to really get us out of this. Exactly. Very well said. And um, we're almost closing off the first hour on that. Really, that's a key point because, yes, there's physical preparation. But you can like have your bunker, have your land, have grow your own food, 40 acres of land, have millions and millions of, of, of whatever, Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP on your account and whatnot. But none of the, all of that is useless if you don't learn the most important lesson in soul growth, which is ultimately the ultimate purpose and meaning of life, which is unification with the divine and connect to your authentic self and really like um, bring the world, help the world to evolve to a higher level beyond this material um, view or the, the material um, manifestation we're seeing right now. And yeah. again, it's not about denying the materialism. It's it just not to come from a deeper foundation and essence and check your attachments, check your desires, you know? Like ultimately, as H. Alma said, any desire we have is is what we actually want. What we try to get from the outside is, is actually what we want from essence, is what we're lacking within. And it's, again, not about denying desires, but the more you're connected from essence, the less you're attached, the less the grasping, and the less, um, you know, you actually contribute to the quote-unquote evil in the world. Because yes. we all play our part. Like we all yeah. have our dark side. We all have, like, be honest with yourself, right? The three forces at Trio Window. Uh, said the occult forces, the hostile, adverse, anti-divine forces manipulate humanity with is money, power, and sex. Yes. Right? Yes. And it's not about denying these three things, which the aesthetics that of or the dogmatic religions, you know, and then it goes just in the unconscious shadow and comes out pathological. Exactly. No, and it needs to be uh, brought under the service of the divine, be it money, power also, you know, power literally meaning just being in power in in service of the divine connected to essence then you're the most powerful in alignment with divine will and sex is also just creative energy to use it consciously not pathologically based on the lower nature 
And money, again, in itself is not evil. It's just what is it based from? Where the desires come from? You know, what do you really want? That's really what yeah, it comes Yeah, the love for money can, the, can exactly. cause people to do some not so great things you know if right. you like but it's not it's neutral actually exactly so that's not again it's not that black and white it's not against abundance or anything but the foundation that's the opportunity we have right now again don't forget with all the craziness that's happening right now in the world and the new world order the end game of them to of enslavement enslavement of humanity it's a huge opportunity it's it there's a silver lining yes right and, and we know it's a huge opportunity because we've walked our talk i say the past year i've had to do self-work on overdrive because all of the worst things that i could imagine happened to me came true my friends turned against me i had smear articles written about me i had hate random people hating on me every single day and that made me so much stronger because I dealt with it and I kind of like initiated myself through the fire. I know you've gone through that through decades for de for a couple decades now speaking yeah. out about these topics, you know, but that's the opportunity we have. And I have to say, you know, in spite of all the craziness going on in the world and in spite of how much I disagree with a lot of the things that are happening I am grateful for it because I know that this needs to happen. And I also see the deeper evolutionary processes going on here. Yeah. And so that's what will give you, like you have, we have to understand like there's, a, there's an old world that's dying. Yes. And if we focus on the old world that's dying, then we will just focus on death basically. This is why they're called a death cult as well. Exactly. But there's also, there's a future stream of consciousness. There is a new world that is pulling us forward. And yes. we need to use all of our creative energy, all of our physical energy, emotional, psychological energy to align with us. That's why we do this work. You know, we've been called all sorts of like crazy names by people, people saying that we're just like, you know, like uh, what were the, I don't know the words, but basically people basic, basically have said that we're just profiting off of the pandemic or whatever, <laughs> you know? No, we're doing this work because there's nothing more that I want than people who are equipped the psychological, emotional, and spiritual tools to live at their highest potential. Because the number one thing I see in the world, even with people that we work with, is people who have a dream and don't know how to actualize it or don't believe in themselves enough to do it. You can do anything. You can create the world that you want to live in. Yeah, goes but you have to go out there and work hard and be creative. That's it. That's all you need. You don't even need talent, actually. Talent can help, but you don't need that. So we need people who are actually willing to create a new reality to create a new world because yeah. the old world is dying that's fine but if you create the new world when you build it people will come and needs to be integral holistic on all levels that's why i'm sending in all the physical preparation on all levels financially or whatnot fine and good but it's useless if it's not built on a new consciousness and the new consciousness yes. needs to be manifested and embedded within you mm -hmm. hence you need to work on all levels physically emotionally psychologically and spiritually bring it all together there's no way around it yes and one more thing actually no let's get in the second hour but the importance of the individuation process and this is the aquarius lesson is if you're not being true to yourself in your life you will not be able to attract the like-minded people the tribe yeah. that you want you know a lot of people are looking for community right now but the way to find community is actually to be yourself Exactly. With that being said, so in the second hour, we're going to dive deeper, more into it, all of that. And also, we were talking, we'll be talking about 10 attributes of the spiritual warrior that are really key point to understand and implement right now here in your life in this day and age. If you're called to be the spiritual warrior in service of the divine 
and contribute in your unique way because don't forget you have power you have your own unique talents and gifts you have something to contribute which nobody else can contribute right and this is also as laura said part of the individuation process with that being said if you're not already a member sign up at veilofreality.com that's my website there you can sign up to the membership which will give you access to the second hour of all podcasts and the membership forum and with that being said, see you guys on the other side. <laughs>